This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. I think what is very important for the membership is if right now you're required to put a Prop 65 warning on your product, you have to make sure that you have the new warning signs and if you're waving your products, the new language to put on by the end of August 2018. That's Randy Pollack, lobbyist for the Pacific Water Quality Association and WQA out in California, talking about Prop 65 and the changes to that law coming up in August. And welcome to another edition of WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Find us at wqa.org and on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. This is podcast number 71. We talked with Randy Pollack about the new warnings that Proposition 65 will require on products sold in California, effective in August. Plus, I'll have this week's WQA tip. Now on to my conversation with Randy Pollack on WQA Radio. Randy, so nice to have you on WQA Radio. We appreciate your joining us. Uh, thank you, Wes. Uh, happy to be here. And tell us about your role with the Pacific Water Quality Association to begin with, and then we can get into the subject at hand. Wes, I represent both Pacific Water Quality Association and the Water Quality Association here in Sacramento, California, before the legislature and other regulatory bodies. Now, every year, California introduces about 2,000 bills, and so, of course, there are many bills that affect this industry. So we are uh, the ears and eyes uh, for the associations on the ground here. Uh, We interact on a daily basis with the legislature and uh, their members to tell them more about the association, about the industry, and how we can assist them in many of the water quality issues that are facing in Californians. Right, and it was great to see you participating at the WQA convention and exposition in Denver, so we appreciated that as well. Uh, Let's talk about Proposition 65 in California, otherwise known as Prop 65, as some would call it, or I guess the formal title is the Safe Drinking Water and Toxic Enforcement Act of 1986. So this is something that's been around for a while, right? Yes, Wes. Uh, this is a, a law that many people may see warning labels as they go into hotels or restaurants in California, but no one really knows exactly what it means. And as you had stated, it's been on the books for over 30 years in California, passed by the voters back in 1986. But basically what Proposition 65 does, it requires businesses to provide warnings to Californians about significant exposures to chemicals that cause cancer, birth defects, or other reproductive harm. These chemicals can be in the products that Californians purchase in their homes or workplace or that are released into the environment. But Proposition 65 uh, requires that Californians be warned about these potential harms that they may face 
while using these products or while they are in either a parking garage and or uh, a restaurant or even in a retail location. All right, so a manufacturer of a product would have to provide that warning then, right, on the packaging or in some other way? Correct. Oh, and this is something that has uh, led to uh, confusion among uh, people who are required to place the notices in addition to consumers to try to understand exactly what do these notices mean. And w- confusion in what way? Well, many people uh, find that when you overwarn people, they don't really look at it and they don't understand. They just are oblivious to that warning once they see it once, twice, three times. So, for example, when you walk into a restaurant in California, you, you will see something on the wall in a, little, uh, in a little frame above maybe the bar that says something along the lines that some products sold in this store contain chemicals known to the state of California to cause cancer, birth defects, or other reproductive harm. And people look at that and go, okay, that's great. I'm not quite sure what that really means. And the more and more you see that same notice, in all these different uh, avenues, it creates uh, almost like fatigue, that people see it but don't really try to understand what does it really mean. All right. Well, the reason we had you on uh, the program here is to talk about some new aspects of this law, again, Prop 65. What are, what's changing or what is new? Yeah, so uh, beginning a couple years ago, uh, the, the department that oversees uh, the, the Proposition 65, the Office of Environmental Health Hazard Assessment, put together a, a task force to try to determine what could they do to try to inform consumers about potential risk of chemicals that are on a Proposition 65 list. So what they had come up with, and they went through the regulatory process where they took comments from the public, is to try to recreate the warning requirements. These warning requirements will become effective August 30th, 2018. And what it does is it sort of changes the warnings to hopefully make it a little bit more simpler for people to understand. So for example, now when people have to post a Proposition 65 warning, there's going to be a a sign. It's gonna be a triangle with yellow in it with an exclamation point which sort of shows you that this is something that should be read, something that you should be concerned about. Then there will be a statement that says this product can expose you to instead of this product contains. And then going further, what it will do is then you will be able to list one or two listed chemicals for which the warning is being provided. And then finally, what will be on the warning is that there will be a website, which will be www.p65warnings.ca.gov. Now, what this is attempting to do is to provide a little bit more information to the consumer. So when they walk into a restaurant or to a retail location, they will be able to see the warning and have it be explained to them a little bit more of what they're being warned against. So for example, The current uh, warning could be, warning, this product contains a chemical known to the state of California to cause cancer. The new warning, which I mentioned before, would have the little triangle sign with exclamation point, but then the warning would state, this product can expose you to chemicals, including arsenic, 
which is known to the state of California to cause cancer. For more information, go to www.p65warnings.ca.gov. So this provides a little bit additional information for the consumer to determine exactly what chemical they may be exposed to and also a website that they could look up to get additional information. The exposure part of it, though, I think would be the biggest question mark, I I would think, in the minds of the consumer as well as the minds of any manufacturer who has created a product where there might be a trace element or, you know, uh, otherwise a very minimal amount of uh, something, and yet there would have to be acknowledgement that that is part of that particular product. Uh, Am I correct in that? Yeah, that is correct. And what happens with uh, the, the state agencies that oversees Proposition 65, there will be a potential listing of a chemical. And once that chemical is listed, and right now I believe it's you know, close to 1,000 that are on this list, uh, industries and companies have the ability to provide information to the department to talk about what may be a safe limit for that chemical. However, in most instances, it's incumbent upon that industry or those businesses to demonstrate to the state that they could have this chemical in these products at a safe level, which would not require a warning. We're talking with Randy Pollack, who is the lobbyist for the PWQA and WQA out in California. He, he's been following this legislation for years and has a pretty good idea of how it's going to affect WQA and PWQA members. So how will most of our members be affected? I think what is very important for the membership is if right now you're required to put a Prop 65 warning on your product, you have to make sure that you have the new warning signs and if you're waving your products, the new language to put on by the end of August 2018. Now there are several ways in in order for this to to, to be uh, taken care of. Now, product manufacturers have the primary responsibility for warnings. The manufacturer can label the product, or they can provide the notice to the distributor, the importer, or the retail seller that a product may cause an exposure to a listed chemical. Uh, Then they also should provide the warning signs and materials, unless there's a certain opt-out, you know, via contract uh, arrangement. Now also what's important as part of this is if you're selling it to a retail seller, you want to make sure that the retailer acknowledges that they have been informed about the Prop 65 warning so that they are responsible for placing that warning on the products when it is being sold through their distribution centers. All right. Do you see any problem right now with any of our manufacturing members uh, uh, complying with this? Uh, I am not, uh, haven't gone through all the products, but many of the products do not contain a Proposition 65 warning. So for most companies, they should be okay and this is not going to uh, affect them directly. However, there may be a few products out there that may require the warning that need to pay attention to this new regulation. And if uh, anyone has any questions, can they send you an email? Sure. I'm happy to take any emails or telephone calls. Uh, you know, my email is randy at churchwellwhite.com, and my telephone number is 916-468-0621. All right, and I'll put the email address in our uh, post 
at the WQA blog so that we can uh, include that with the podcast. I appreciate that. All right. Well, Randy, uh, any last-minute thoughts, any further uh, thoughts, any takeaways that uh, our members need to hear or be aware of? I think uh, the one uh, takeaway would be is that uh, you have an advocate here in Sacramento, and we're here to serve the membership. So as issues come up, uh, like Proposition 65, we're always uh, happy to uh, work with U.S. and other people at WQA and PWQA to assist uh, in informing you as to what's going on in California. Because, as we all know, what happens in California usually travels across the rest of the country. Very good, Randy. I sure appreciate the update on this. And, again, this is uh, all going to uh, come to a head at the end of August when these requirements then are going to be enforceable, correct? Correct. All right. Randy, thank you very much for joining us on WQA Radio. Thank you, Wes. This week's WQA tip, a shout out to all of those who joined us for the WQA Essentials webinar, Using WQA Resources to Market Your Business. We had a great response to the webinar, lots of questions. Thank you for joining us. Unfortunately, the webinar was not recorded, so we cannot share a link. However, if you have any marketing questions, you can always send us a note at wqa at wqa.org. That's wqa at wqa.org. Our next WQA Essentials webinar will be June 27th at 11 a.m. Central Daylight Time. The topic, Applied Water Chemistry. The chemistry you need to know to make sense of contaminants and treatment technologies. That's Wednesday, June 27th at 11 a.m. Central. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for WQA Radio, then hit subscribe. Each new podcast will appear in your podcast catcher or podcast player automatically each week. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to rate and review the podcast as well. Learn more about water at wqa.org and learn more about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. WQA Radio.